0: Hi, I'm Glenn, and I'm Jim, and welcome to the Backstage Show.
1: All right, this week on our broadcast, broadcast? Are we broadcasting? Quiet, numbskulls on broadcasting. This, it's a
0: podcast. We're, we're, it's, there's no broad involved, just a pod.
1: There's a pod? There's a pod, yes. That's kind of an antiquated term now. Podcast? Yeah. Well, didn't it...
0: Then, come... what, are we, then what are we doing if we're not podcasting? I don't know. <laughs> well,
1: I mean, didn't they call it podcasting because it was somehow tied to the iPod and iTunes originally? I don't know. I thought that was well, why we... where the name came from.
0: Well, this week on our... <laughs> on our casting, we're going to discuss the origins of the term podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How about we don't? Okay, well then what will we discuss? We'll leave that as an exercise for the listener.
0: There you go, or find a podcasting podcast.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Let's instead talk about something that's a little bit more related to our usual topic, and that is talking about maybe the characteristics of what we would consider to be the ideal community
0: theater if money, space, time... (laughs) <laughs> Dimensions were no object. <laughs> Which, of course, they're not. So, we already have our ideal theaters, right? Yeah. Sure. Uh-huh. We have what works and what we're used to yeah. and what we like. But, what could we do if, as you said, there were no limits? Yeah, maybe
1: approach it from the angle of what are some of the best elements of different theaters that we've encountered yeah. or worked at before and pull those in. Pull those together in some so way.
0: So, I guess with the first question would be where? The moon the moon ooh i don't know about that it's hard to get an audience on the moon probably <laughs> it
1: would hard for it would be hard for them to be able to s- sit still on the moon
0: <laughs> you have to strap I them suppose. in yeah, yeah. <laughs> but beyond that like do you think I, I feel like both of us are so used to the the Philly suburbs that I I would think we would want to stick to the area rather than be like okay well let's put it in New York so we can I get was some of that I Broadway, was actually, actually.
1: thinking uh, Butte Montana myself well it's it's mm, lovely. not that I've ever it's, been it's there. beautiful
0: ha uh, yeah. Uh, yeah but um, yeah I mean uh, at least in that theory I I think I might want it I, I I feel like somewhere along the main line works well
1: yeah I was thinking. Probably kind of adjacent to or near an area that sort of has kind of local visitor interest. Mm-hmm. And what kind of made me think in this direction was, say, Skip back. Playcrafters of Skipback is basically right yeah. along sort of a quaint village of a lot of shops. There's it gets places a lot you can of,
0: walk around there, it gets foot traffic.
1: Yeah, there are a lot of foot traffic, places to eat, places to shop, and just off of the main street, there's the theater. Yeah. So I think having it connected to sort of an attraction, an existing attraction like that... As opposed to something that's a little bit more remote and out of the way, which a lot of these theaters are, like say Barley
0: Sheaf, which is in the middle of nowhere. Well, even, but you could get even that is not that far off from some points. No, of I mean it's pretty close to like the intersection of uh, Routes one hundred and two, and excuse me, one hundred and one hundred and one thirteen. One thirteen. That's it. Uh, Pennsylvania roads for those. In good old Yeah, so it does have that, but something in say like a Malvern Borough. Might right. do because that's also got a lot of foot traffic lately, and they're kind of building that up. So and it would that just, kind of thing.
1: It would just help to kind of maybe get it uh, on the radar of people who are visiting the area anyway, and then mm-hmm. they realize, oh, there's a theater here. Yeah, oh. but
0: in that in that realm, would something like in the city be even better? It
1: could, but there are other disadvantages to that that I'll get to later. Okay, that might negate that effect a little bit. Mm-hmm. It depends, yeah. but... Um, I,
0: I kind of agree with you. I think something I, I, I like the thought of something along the main line where a visitor, uh, they, they might be there for some other reason as well. Yeah,
1: yeah. Or uh, New Hope, Bucks County Playhouse, mm-hmm. kind of a, a similar situation where it's right in the middle of a very busy, kind of touristy, yeah. a lot of foot traffic, a lot of other venues such that people are going to be walking by it all the time, and they'll mm-hmm. find out it's there, and then hopefully, if they're interested, they'll look more into it. Right.
0: Stagecrafters, I mean, that is technically yeah, in, in the, the city. Yeah, in Hill. That's uh, Chestnut Hill, lots of foot traffic there, yep. that kind of thing is yeah. also good. So
1: that was kind of what I thought of as far as area or location.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, what about the actual building? It should be a building. <laughs> it should be indoors.
1: Well, actually, before I get to the building, okay. I Let's... would like to maybe kind of go more into just the overall facility, the property. Okay. I find, based on the limitations, and this is kind of where... This is the disadvantage I was alluding to earlier with the the city. Disadvantage of the
0: city, yeah. Parking.
1: Yeah. Or access. It's big. I Uh, would want
0: a parking lot that's owned by the theater.
1: Absolutely. Uh, I think you run into just so many complications with either not really having exclusive parking Mm -hmm. and people having to rely on how close on the street can they park or... Having to park two blocks over at a church, assuming that the church is not having anything else going on, sort. Yeah, if there's an agreement in place for that, uh, yeah, that's
0: always true. That's one of the biggest things I've found with these community theaters is that most of them do not have their own parking, or if they do, it's very limited, not paved, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and it makes things tricky. And I would love to have uh, a theater that's got a parking lot to accommodate a full audience, paved, (laughs) all that
1: good stuff. Which is why. Having it say in a denser part of the city would be, yeah, most likely.
0: (laughs) Most likely that would not work. You'd have
1: to probably pay a premium in rent or property taxes or whatever to have that Mm -hmm. enough space to be able to do that.
0: I mean, if we're talking unlimited budget, though, (laughs) yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean that's. there's finding so a property few. with that much space available. Yeah, or like, you know, a parking garage underneath the building or what have you. Yeah, yeah. Even I mean, like I guess... Broadway theaters generally. generally, I, I don't know of any Broadway theater that has its own parking lot. So, Nor do there, I.
1: Yeah. But, you know, mm-hmm. maybe, I, I guess maybe a compromise in that situation would be I know that some of the movie theaters downtown will validate parking if there's mm-hmm. a, or maybe offer discount parking if there is a parking garage near the theater. So maybe if some kind of arrangement like that could be worked out. Yeah,
0: in theory that would work, but then you're talking about getting all the actors in there. Yeah. And you're kind of, I, I, I'd i hate to say competing, but in some sense you would be competing with the professional theaters in the city, and I don't know that that's the kind of thing that works really well for community theater. It's a different animal.
1: yeah. Yeah, that that could be another kind of yeah. strike against being in the middle of the city, because you do have that, okay, are you going to go to a professional theater, or are mm-hmm. you going to go see a bunch of volunteer uh, volunteers, or... Yeah, amateurs. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> amateurs. Amateurs. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I... I think in, in, outside of the city, there isn't that competition, really, right. other than a few select venues, like Bucks County Playhouse, like People's Light and Theater, mm-hmm. but... By and Pedro. large, yeah, it's going to be easier for a community theater to thrive in, in, a,
0: in a less populated, or not necessarily less populated, but less less populated by theaters. I guess yeah, is what in an I'm area thinking. where there's just
1: not the professional competition you yeah. have to deal with.
0: Now, I mean, you're going to be dealing generally with a price differential, and and we're not talking cost or anything like that with this because that gets things extremely complicated. But generally. Community theaters are going to cost less than professional theaters. So there's that. But I feel like if you've got an area that's got like three professional theaters and one community theater, even at half the price, you're not going to pull in the same kind of audience. Probably not. Yeah.
1: Uh, so back to the building yes, itself, the, the facility. Building. Okay. Well, <laughs> I think in our experience, we've kind of recognized the difficulties in working with certain types of buildings.
0: Yeah, There. there's... Whether, whether it be... Whether it be a pole in the middle of a stage. Yeah,
1: if it were, say, a former residential type of Mm -hmm. uh, building. Lack of
0: fly space, lack of wing space. Yeah, yeah,
1: or difficulties in climate control, such as the barn, Mm -hmm. being a big, large, open area. It's
0: funny. I I feel like, generally speaking, I really like the setup of the barn. I prefer a proscenium stage to a black box setup.
1: Usually I would say that I do, although depending on how much
0: available wing space there is. Yeah, I mean, I like to have some wing space. I would love to be able to have something where you can build a two-story set, which is so, so limited in community theater. My
1: thought, as far as an ideal building, say, if you were to repurpose an existing building, Mm -hmm. I have found that the idea I consider would be like an old decommissioned school, Hmm. because... Chances a, are, yeah. it already had an oh, auditorium yep. in existence, so it kind of already has the facilities that you would want mm-hmm. and the space you probably would want. Now, if it were say an elementary school, it could be really small oh, scale.
0: <laughs> I, I feel like he, here's the issue with with a school is there's a whole lot of other space that you wouldn't need. So it's great that yeah. you've got you know potentially an auditorium with with the built-in seating, with a good stage, wing space, fly space, all of that sort of thing. But then what do you do with all the classrooms?
1: Yeah, the one instance that I had encountered of a theater that was run out of an old school was, I'm blanking on the name. Marple Newtown? No, that's not what I was thinking of. Oh, my God. Methacton. Methacton Community Theater. Right, in their earlier incarnation. Yes, when I first worked with them, they were operating out of an old, I think it was either an elementary or middle school. Mm -hmm. But they weren't the only, it was like a community center at the time, so they were not the only yeah group connected to it
0: marple newtown had the same deal before they uh, moved and changed to uh, spotlight theater they were working in a community center that was a former school and they had that auditorium but you know another disadvantage with that is that place seated like 800 people and you're not going to pull in 800 people in a community theater production so the space is nice but i feel too big i think the stage is great but I would want a smaller audience space. Th- yeah, I can understand than that. Than most yeah. school auditoriums more, have. A little
1: more intimate that way. It doesn't make it feel like you're playing to a giant cavernous. Yeah.
0: I also feel house. that these recommissioned buildings just have a certain personality to them. And I've liked every one of them. Mm-hmm. There's always all these disadvantages, but I would love to have something that has that personality but you still have the space that you need and the setup that you need. And I don't know if there's... I don't
1: know if you easily get both of those things. Yeah.
0: You know what would actually work well? Like a supermarket, an old supermarket. Huh. Well, you, mm. you'd, you'd have to just, you know, you'd, gut the whole place and start from scratch. But right, I feel like that has the bones that you would want.
1: And build it to
0: and then you even whatever be in a, format you want. And you could be in a strip mall. You could, which could potentially bring in a little more
1: traffic, potentially, and you'd have parking available. Parking probably.
0: available, maybe you know some food outlets there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm just thinking of this yeah. now. I didn't, I didn't plan this yeah, ahead, yeah, but, I, but just thinking about it, I think a super, an old supermarket could potentially work well because there's usually, I, more so in more modern supermarkets, but there's a, a, lo- a high ceiling in there, almost like a warehouse area. Yeah, you could. I mean, you'd have to put in a lot of infrastructure, but you oh, could absolutely,
1: build it up you know, you basically fill in yeah. what you're Yeah, I just, I, like I said, for. I
0: think the bones are there. Yeah, yeah. That's that's an interesting idea, Glenn. Thank you, <laughs> I think. I mean, <laughs> interesting isn't necessarily good. but And I mean, even with that, you know, whether you're going to do a black box or proscenium stage, you could set it up any way you want, because we're just talking about gutting the whole place. Right, or you could have both. Yeah, you in could. A, in a, a yeah. space like
1: that, you could set up, what would you think of the idea of having both in one building?
0: I mean, I, I, I kind of like the thought of it. Uh, I know there's some community theaters in the area that do have like a second stage area, but not it's many. usually limited. No, it, it's not many and it's usually a lot smaller. So I, I don't know from a practical standpoint, like I can see a second stage season sort of thing. And I know there are, there are theaters that do that where they kind of have their main season and then they'll do like two or three like summer shows that are maybe staged readings or something a little less... Yeah, or you wouldn't Produced. necessarily
1: need a full the full amenities of right. the proscenium stage.
0: But as far as having two stages, two different playing areas, I personally I don't I don't see that as being advantageous.
1: Well, I would think of it this was my take on it was mm-hmm. the idea of if there were say a black box space, that could be perhaps the main rehearsal space for the on-deck production. Okay. You know, so depending on how to... much you want to have overlapping going on with different productions, the upcoming production could spend most of their time in the black box room mm-hmm. do whatever they need to do with the space and not interfere with say a show that's about to open that's about to tech um, meaning you'd have them both rehearsing
0: like at the same time you could
1: like two rehearsals on the same day hmm. you could you could do it that way or just just the fact that space wise are not getting in each other's way hmm. or having to
0: reconfigure well, each
1: other's space
0: that I mean that 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 could jump ahead to how we would want to do seating because say like Barley Sheaf technically according to the rules nobody really follows this but the next the show that's next up has the stage space to rehearse on but they're supposed to leave half the floor empty which is where the seating normally goes and the next show is supposed to use the floor for their rehearsals they're not even supposed to rehearse on the stage okay well so you could do some if if you're not putting in permanent seating. You could potentially do it that that way. That would
1: kind of go into the configuration of the house if you have. I I would probably say that I I tend to think that the places that have more permanent seating generally Mm -hmm. are more comfortable seating.
0: I I agree. And when (laughs) we get to that, we can talk about that. Yeah. But here's my my thought is you're going to have to have a really large amount of space set aside just to have somebody do nothing but rehearse there. And I don't know that the the amount of space that would require, which could not be used for anything else, would be worth it, whereas I don't see necessarily a problem with two shows rehearsing on the—sharing on this sharing a stage. Yeah. As long as the current show has the priority. I was kind of thinking, thinking of it along the lines of the
1: Playcrafters model, where they mm. have the downstairs area that okay. most of the rehearsals take place in that area.
0: So that's—is that their green room as
1: well? I don't even uh, really know where
0: they're— where that is? Is that where the actors not, wait before they go on stage, no, I guess?
1: Not really. Okay. I mean, they don't have a green room per se. Mm-hmm. There's sort of a back corridor coming from behind the stage area okay, where the dressing rooms tee off, and that's probably about it as far mm. as an area where the actors would be hanging out, or they would just be hanging out in the dressing rooms.
0: So now Stage Crafters, and I'm getting my crafters is right this time, <laughs> Stage Crafters actually does most of their... Rehearsing in a separate building entirely, right? And they have a room where they rehearse there. And I guess that's not that much space. And the Playcrafters' second stage is like, well, it, it it's it is used for other things though. Yes, right?
1: they have uh, membership meetings down okay. there, so that could uh, be. They have auditions down there, and that's kind of nice to do, be able to do, say, auditions if uh, at the same time that maybe mm-hmm. the main the the upcoming production is rehearsing upstairs yeah, yeah. or doing set construction or something like that. They're kind of staying out of each other's way.
0: I guess it's that um, I'm back to looking at my supermarket model and wondering if there'd be enough space for a second stage I, area. But yeah, I can see the advantage of doing that.
1: I was thinking of it kind of, okay, you have this multi-purpose space where you could have auditions there, you could have member meetings there. Mm-hmm. You could use it for rehearsal space if you need to. And maybe, depending on the format of a particular show, it would be nice if you could set it up such that you could have an intimate audience with it and have lighting yeah, available as a black box, you could do that.
0: I like it. We'll throw that in. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, since uh, we've got this infinite
1: budget available to us. Yes.
0: <laughs> so we've got at a supermarket. We've put in a proscenium stage and a black box area that can be used as a second stage.
1: And it kind of gives a little bit more flexibility because there probably are certain shows that depending on what the director's vision is, maybe mm-hmm. they would work better in a yeah. black box environment.
0: Yeah, with like a more intimate audience. I think that's what it would be, a, a more intimate space.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Perfect. Okay. so But I
1: still but I still like the proscenium element, too. Yeah. I, I'm kind of attached to that because of... I agree. It, there's sort of a classic element to it. Okay. And I so... think it works better for a show if there are lots of things that have to come in and out. It, I find it a little distracting if that's happening in the middle of more intimate that's true I, I i agree i just
0: like that artifice yeah i'm with you i'm with you i don't mind breaking the fourth wall but i want the fourth wall there yeah exactly <laughs> so what um, else we got so we've got our space our spaces now what about looking at what we're putting up in here What what's our season looking like
1: i think a lot of theaters that we have encountered typically would do five or six shows a year now um
0: i'd a lot of them have this this main season and then a few other shows, and it's usually like most theaters, uh, the barn is an exception, but most theaters have their special shows in the summer and run their regular season from fall to spring.
1: Right. That's the most typical. Yeah,
0: I feel... Actually, no. Uh, Playcrafters
1: also Playcrafters does it similar to the barn model. Okay. They do spring to fall.
0: Okay. So, but they're usually one season... That has alternate shows, kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know that that is necessarily how I would want to do it. I might want a full year season. Okay.
1: Well, I think a lot of
0: theaters, especially
1: now, are just looking for more opportunities to make money and yeah. at other times when they're. And I guess
0: those uh, holiday shows, teen shows, kids shows, and that co- sort of thing is not part of their regular season, so they're making extra money with that. Usually, in in theory. Now, I guess this would be the kind of thing that would have to be decided by a board whether including all of that sort of thing in a season would make it worthwhile and then charge more for that whole season.
1: Uh, yeah, i that's a good question. I think... There must be a reason
0: they're all doing it the same way.
1: I guess my... And I have really no board experience. I don't really have a feel for some of the, the political aspects of how the theaters yeah. decide what they do. I would tend to think, though, that if you make the season ticket range as it were kind of too broad Mm -hmm. maybe then somebody might think do i really want to go to all of those shows what about
0: offering like season ticket tiers where you're getting your standard adult show season ticket package or you could get a full season ticket, which includes all of the special shows.
1: Maybe you could do I think that. Might work. Yeah, or you could do like a pick any three, pick any five, pick yeah. any nine. However, many or you know the full package, mm-hmm. like those kinds of. Tiers. I would think
0: a half a dozen shows for a season works pretty well. One every two months.
1: I'm just thinking if you were to do that many shows in a year, chances are, I think people would appreciate having some sort of some choices options. because they not it's very likely that not all of those shows are going to appeal to Mm -hmm. a particular individual. So giving them the choice, okay, I can pick three shows maybe that I really want to see, and I get a little bit of a discount over buying a la carte. Mm -hmm. I like that idea of having that option.
0: I guess that's something that we would leave for whatever our governing body is, and I guess that's something that maybe we should determine in this ideal community theater. Like, would we do the standard thing where it's theater members that are— Operating in certain positions, would we say, "Hi, I'm the president, uh, forever, and I get to make the final decision on everything"? <laughs> would we try to get a board that is not involved with the theater and just has the bottom line? Does in anybody mind? do that? No, not that I know of. Okay, but I mean that would be more along the lines of a uh, professional company board where, yeah, there, right. the there, yeah. But I mean, a- anybody that is on. The current theater board's that is also a member obviously has the allegedly the best interests of the theater in mind. I guess that's a, a a process that seems to work well, and you'll let your membership vote. I think if it's going to stay true to the nature
1: of a volunteer community type of theater, yeah. then and having that sort of you know self policing mm. element to it, with Here, voting. here's my
0: thought: I feel so these unlimited funds are are supposedly coming from us. So my thought is we talk to people, we get a group together, and we pick out the uh, the initial board. So okay. we go, hey, we'd like you to be president of this new theater organization. Are you interested? Yes. Okay, congratulations, you're president. And then we go through and we assign all of these things. And then they have those terms for either one or two years. And I think that would vary, vary by position. So you're rotating your board every year. And then after that first year, then we go to a voting process with the membership. Sold? Sure, whatever. Okay.
1: <laughs> I will have to admit that I, I've been very politically inactive in terms mm-hmm. of community theaters go. I've, I've,
0: I've served on several boards. I've never served positions. on a board.
1: I've never had any interest to do so. I've never held a, a, an officer position at a mm-hmm. theater. Uh, I'm usually just there for the creative element.
0: I'm just there for the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the money I'm making yeah. on it.
1: I would say that there may be certain positions within... The organization, as it were, that maybe and this is kind of related to a thread that we alluded to with Stephen Renee when we huh. talked with them. There might be certain positions that might need to be somebody you hire. Yeah. And I'm thinking of like somebody like a caretaker or
0: Yeah, I, I think like a building maintenance sort of thing. A building manager, building even, that kind of a thing. I, I think that would be good. I know most theaters struggle to find that sort of person. These are kind of important but thankless jobs Mm -hmm. that really do have to be taken care of by somebody. Box office, which is often a paid position already, that kind of thing. Things like that. I think they're those types of roles. I feel a technical position... I feel is definitely important to make sure we have that sort of thing and whether or not that could be paid is, is arguable because you want to make sure that the systems, the lighting system, the sound system is up to date and maintained properly. And generally that's just a volunteer thing and you hope you get people that know what they're doing in there. Yeah. So even that could be paid. Perhaps. But, well, you know, Steve then we're be happy we're, to hear about that. Yeah. <laughs> Steve well, then we're, <laughs> we're moving into the realm of professional. If you pay too many people, but
1: yeah, yeah. Right. But, so that's uh, there are probably some certain key role players. That yeah, if that would be a good idea if if you just, want the
0: to to be maintained properly. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> or if you kind of feel the importance of having some sort of element of uh, consistency.
0: Yeah, I wonder if you could just have some sort of small stipend for every board member, because even just just general board members are sometimes difficult to find. And I feel like if you got like a hundred bucks for serving on the board for a year, that might be a a, a little bit of incentive. Maybe yeah, yeah. something possible. to consider. Okay. Get me back on a board. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it would
1: entice me to join one,
0: but no, okay. Hey, you know. <laughs> so that's our, so we've got our governing body, more or less. We have our our supermarket that's well, been converted. <laughs> so <kinda> what kind of shows do we do. Well, I mean, neither of us are musical people. I mean, well, not musical people, but the kind of people who do musicals on stage. We're no, generally well, not very involved. With I, I, I You've done sound. I've done them with the, the, from the tech side. Yeah. Um, and I've been on stage for like one. Yes. One or two. But right. I still feel that they are audience draws. They are fun for the people who will enjoy to do them. They I make money. They do make money. I would think if you're talking about a six show season, that two of those should be musicals. Okay. I think that's a reasonable.
1: Yeah. I, I see a place for having them yeah. uh, as part of the mix. Definitely. If the facilities support it. Oh, that's what we forgot. Mm. We need to add a pit in the supermarket. Ooh. If we're going to do musicals.
0: Yeah. Like an actual pit? Well. <laughs> that would be ideal. I would love to have that. Uh, but I just, I mean, then you're either digging down, and I don't think most supermarkets have basements. <laughs> Probably not. I really not. don't know. I've never worked in a supermarket. If you've worked in a supermarket, you can let us know if they've had a basement. You can email us at podcast at backstage
1: Or you can call and leave a voicemail or text message at 267 225 Eight eight six nine. Again, that is two six seven two two five eight eight six
0: nine. But barring a uh, supermarket with a basement, and barring digging down, or building up, or building up. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm envisioning already because I want that two story stage. So ah. that that's got to mean that you've got almost A three story, complex. pretty much a three story complex. <laughs> so with a pit, I don't want to lose that second thing. But you got to put them somewhere. You got to put them somewhere. Unless
1: you did everything with just canned pre-recorded music.
0: Mm, I don't like that thought. No, off to the side, I
1: disagree, or I don't like that idea. Yeah, either.
0: yeah. I guess off to the side is the only the only option. You want them in front of your audience, I think.
1: Or in a separate room, and you're piping them into the house. Yeah. Then you can control. Yeah. Then you can control their level a little bit better. What about over the audience? Like Playcrafters does, where they're literally over yeah. the stage on a mm-hmm. platform.
0: Not over the stage, over the audience, because over work. the stage, then we're losing our any fly space. It could work
1: depending on how easy it is to hear them yeah. from being up above. People. I mean you might
0: still have to to mic them. Yeah, probably. It's hard to case. come up with that. I don't know, maybe we do dig down. <laughs> I'd love to see an actual pit in front of the stage, but I just I don't for a community theater I just don't see that being realistic.
1: Well, if you got a school auditorium and you can dedicate some of that space, take out some of the few rows of seats, I think that would be the the, the and then option. Have the pit area.
0: I think that's that's the option just put them in front of the stage.
1: Yeah, I just think that then it'd be really hard to compete with them, just from a sound mm-hmm. standpoint, without the actor's mics feeding back, but...
0: What about a shell in front of them?
1: Yeah, that's it.
0: No, I'm serious. Give them the cone of silence over <laughs> top of them. No, like, give them a, a, a shell so it's, you know, probably like a plexiglass sort of thing, because... Yeah, see? Ah, <laughs> oh, this is tricky. Yeah, about that? I don't know. All right, can the musicals. <laughs> ah, all right. There you go. They're gone. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure we could come up with some place to put them. A supermarket's a pretty big space. yeah, they might have to be off to the side uh, something like the barn does, right. or yeah, pipe them in from a different room, yeah, or that. Might but I think we in. keep keep with the two musicals,
1: okay. and I, I think we both appreciate having a variety of different shows, yeah, otherwise, in general, maybe six isn't even enough. You could do more than six.
0: Yeah, I mean, you definitely could do more than six. Barley Sheaf's putting on... I think Dutch uh, Country
1: think so. does at least nine or ten per year, and they're pretty I much active year-round.
0: Barley Sheaf is a seven or eight. I, nine if you include the one-act. Uh, I don't... Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, we could certainly do more than six. I think six is a, a easy, comfortable amount. Right, and
1: having different formats of shows, like, you know, a show of one-acts, for instance, mm-hmm. could be part of the regular schedule. Yeah. Um, I like the
0: thought of having one, like, that's generally designated for that intimate space? Yeah, that would be good. So you if have we had like that a, space like one small for, show. Yeah,
1: then you may as well use it. Yeah. Sure. Why not? What about some uh, other things for the audience?
0: Well, uh, they're probably going to want bathrooms. Yes, let's have some. <laughs> I think there should be enough or large enough bathrooms so that we're not like, you know, holding intermission. Yeah,
1: that is a common problem with theaters. Because, they're usually because like, there's usually two bathrooms.
0: Yeah, two bathrooms, like one-seaters. I, I want, like, you know, leave the bathrooms that are in the supermarket. <laughs> Just don't touch it, because most supermarkets have bathrooms where there's, you know, several stalls. Depends. I yeah, think I a lot of the nice. customer bathrooms
1: I've encountered are about the size of a community theater bathroom. That's true.
0: I think I'm looking at a Wegmans. That's but <laughs> they have a built-in restaurant. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And that's probably, that, that's too big of a space, maybe. But yeah, uh, yeah, but that's the bit. kind of bathroom that I'm thinking about. Something with like, you know, four stalls in each. Mm-hmm. So then you're talking like, what about uh, intermission in addition to the bathrooms? You're probably going to want some kind of concession area. Yes, or have a, some. <laughs> place where you can at least serve coffee and... Absolutely. I mean, I think a lot of people tend to go for that kind of thing. So would you think you'd want something like where we're just serving coffee and cookies or would you want something where they could actually prepare some kind of food?
1: I want a fully stocked bar. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, then you got to get a liquor. We got to get the liquor license <laughs> <Yeah>. then. <laughs> I suppose if we've got unlimited cash, why not?
1: Yeah. Well, you just got this major inheritance that you have all this money to throw around on this yeah. ideal
0: theater, right? <laughs> but it's got to it's got to maintain though. It can't go out of business uh, in the first three months. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I kind of I love the idea of a full bar, but then you got to card everybody and deal with all of that.
1: Yeah, but I definitely find, especially for comedies, that getting the uh, even when theaters that we know of have done mm-hmm. the wine and cheese type of events, loosening up Lo- the crowd a little up the bit laugher, and, yeah. Uh, can this make for true. a memorable experience.
0: This is true. But would you want... So, full bar. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> food preparation? Eh, that probably
1: gets a little bit Yeah, maybe a involved. popcorn
0: machine. Maybe. But then you got to make sure... You got to police them bringing that back into the auditorium area. Mm. Or you're going to have to hire a custodial <laughs> staff. <laughs> crunching going... Less through. concerned about the crunching, more concerned about all the uh, unused kernels on the ground. Oh, yeah, that
1: yeah. could be a little bit of a mess.
0: So we worked that out. Limited concessions, full bar. <laughs> what about the actual seats? I, You know, we were talking about that a little bit I said earlier. that before. I like the, yeah. the cushy folding seats. I personally, I would like, seats. you know, like a raked audience with, you know, the full folding seats. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to go so far as like a fancy movie theater with reclining seats or anything like that. <laughs> Shiatsu yeah. massage built in. <laughs> that yeah. would be lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Something with a little bit of padding and, and, and like I said, the raked seating, I think. Makes a difference. Just
1: having the most of the moving, the, the non-permanent seats that mm-hmm. I've de- dealt with. I remember Narberth, when you'd go in, they'd have those kinds of seats. They'd also have an available array of cushions oh, because
0: gosh. that's how uncomfortable those seats were. Yeah, they do definitely vary in comfort. I mean, we're, we're kind of coming up on a half hour here or yeah. already over, but green room, dressing rooms, lobby, ticket booth. There could be a whole bunch of things just for... As far
1: as actor amenities go, yeah. or technical amenities go, that we kind of really haven't. Surprisingly, into. I feel
0: like we could talk another episode about this, but we won't torture anybody with that. We could revisit it down Maybe the road. We'll if revisit we revisit it and talk about the uh, the backstage areas. Basically, yeah. Oddly that's... enough, the backstage show and all we've talked about is everything but the backstage area. <laughs> we
1: ignored that part. Yeah.
0: Oh well. But anyway, that's an idea of what our ideal community theater might look like. If you have any opinions on that, you can, uh, as we said earlier. Shoot us an email, podcast at backstage.link. Reach out to us on Facebook or Twitter, Twitter at The Backstage Pod. Or you can also leave us a voicemail or send us a text message at 267-225-8869. Yes,
1: you won't actually get to speak to us directly that
0: way. No, I mean, technically I could answer that, but I don't even have that turned on. So it won't notify me when it rings, so you can (laughs) just leave a message. Backstage hotline, Glenn speaking, how (laughs) may I help you? I've got better things to do than answer all your calls, I'm sorry. (laughs) So, meantime, uh, see us next week. We can, as part of the staff, we can hire somebody to do that. There you go. We can (laughs) hire somebody to answer that call at the Backstage Theater.
1: If you like the show, please subscribe. Please leave a review. Please tell a friend to get other people to listen to us.
0: That's how we spread the word. Spreading
1: the word. Spreading the good news. And until next time, I'm Glenn. And I'm Jim. And thank you for joining us backstage.
0: Bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye. I am never, ever satisfied with the microphone adjustment. All
1: right, I suppose we got to get started. Shut up, phone. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Me too. Good.
0: Let's begin. I would think if you're talking about a 6 so shut up. Let's try that again. Oh, we have a visitor. Hang on.
1: We were just wrapping up, or getting close to wrapping up. When I got to the door, I'm
0: like... Do I knock? You <laughs> listen for voices first. <laughs> if they're yeah. talking, I don't want to. Meantime, I'm Glenn. And I'm Jim. And, and we'll see you... <laughs> wait, like we you forgot two, to, two, uh, you
1: know...